What up, what up, what up? This is Straight the Clipper with Bring the Noise Podcast coming at you with another episode this week. Hope y'all feeling good. Hope everybody doing all right. Today, we got an album review, our first Midwest album review. We've done the West, we've done the South, we've done tons on the East. But today, we take it to the Midwest. And what better Midwest rapper to use or to do than the one and only Common. And today we're going to do an album review of his first debut album, Can I Borrow a Dollar, dropped October 6, 1992 on Relativity Records. So, a lot of y'all know Common, right? We all know Common. He's an actor. He's an amazing MC. He's been extremely successful. He's known as a very conscious, deep MC. And, you know, he has lots of records that are just amazing. And I mean, he's not scared to step out of what is, you know, contemporary hip hop. He's had a lot of albums that have been, you know, based around love or just, I mean, he's, he's a phenomenal MC. He's a lyricist. He's a B-boy. He's, you know, he is hip hop common. All right. But. This is his debut album, all right? So to me, there is two different versions of Common. There is the Common we know today, and then there's Common Sense, all right? That was his name when he originally came out, Common Sense. Common Sense and the two albums that he released under under that name is, to me, a completely different Common than the one we know today. So on this debut album, Can I Borrow a Dollar, it doesn't sound a thing like the common we know and love today, all right? And that doesn't mean it's bad. It's it's actually very interesting. That's why I chose to do his debut album, is because to show the growth that Common went through in his career. This is the original, you know, he's probably... 19, 20 something years old, you know, on this album debut coming straight out of Chicago. Um, it's definitely unlike anything he's done. Uh, and you'll, when we start to play clips, you'll, you'll really understand. So on this one, common is again, he's a 19, 20 year old kid. He's, you know, rapping about not giving a fuck about bitches. You know, he's got, playful styles that he uses on here some of it may sound very gimmicky and it is but you know in this time of hip-hop in the 90s things kind of were a little gimmicky he does a little bit of dos effects type of flavors so you know he's doing a lot of iggity iggity type shit on here or the but bye 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 type sounds you know and he might use some simple lyrics here and there but for some reason it doesn't sound terrible with common just because he does it in his way. And it's definitely like, you know, around this time, there's DOS effects, there's Freestyle Fellowship, Buster Rhymes, you know, all these MCs trying these new styles. Common's kind of like in the middle of all that. He's kind of like a mixture of all those new styles that were coming out at the time. He also does this thing on this album where 
he makes like a high pitched sound a lot. And I don't know if it's supposed to represent like the sound of a record scratching. Um, some people might not like that. Some songs it's a little much. Some songs it's not really that noticeable. It's just his style. Uh, and you'll you'll hear it when we play it. I can't do it. It's more, yeah, I could try, but it's just going to probably blow your eardrum out. But uh, anyway, most of this album was produced by No ID. At the time, he was going by the name Immense Slope. So No ID is like a mentor to Kanye West. You know, I mean, he's a prolific producer. Uh, there's also um, some stuff done by Twilight Tone and the Beat Nuts. Um, other than that, uh, classic 92 album, dope as fuck. The album cover is Common with a cup that says Chicago. He's begging for money. He'll rap for food and money, basically. You know, he's got the White Sox hat on, representing Chicago to the fullest. And yeah, you know, Midwest, baby, let's go. He had three singles. He had Take It Easy, re- released September 4th, 1992. Breaker 1-9, released January 12th, 93. And Soul by the Pound, released July 13th, 1993. So, without any further ado, let's jump in to this album, this classic debut album from the one and only Common Sense. And I'm going to keep referring to him as Common Sense because that's who he was on this album okay so also before we get in you know under the common sense name his album after this is considered a masterpiece and we will do an episode on that eventually but I really wanted to do this one because I don't think a lot of common fans revisit this album or maybe people that know him didn't know that he had this side to him And I like to show this just to show the growth. You know, MCs always go through a growth in their creative control and the subject matter that they have. Uh, I don't think anybody grew more than Common. You know what I mean? But anyway, let's dive into this. We got song number one titled A Penny for My Thoughts. So this starts off with uh, it's got Richard Pryor, you know, sampled uh, being like, can I borrow a dollar? They also sample... Um, trading places uh, that with Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd uh, going over and over like one dollar. I got your measly one dollar, you know, from you know trading places. Great movie. So he samples that, and again, this is produced by. I'm gonna go by his original name too, just because. So immense slope, no ID. Uh, it's produced by him. He also has his boy Why Not doing a lot of like the dubs and talking on uh, on certain songs um it's very b-boyish it's very boom bapish it's a it's a hard-ass album which you wouldn't expect from common but anyway penny for my thoughts uh after that little intro that uh they have of the samples of people being like one dollar can i borrow a dollar you know whatever and uh um eventually he comes in and the beat kicks in because it's no beat when all those samples are going at first. Uh, he samples intimate friends from Eddie Kendricks and I bet you from Funkadelic. So the beat kicks in and it starts off with why not being like coming through as common sense from Un American Caravan, which was the name of his little like crew basically. And uh, 
immediately the way common comes in is you know he comes in even just with those kind of like i want they're not nursery rhymes but they're very simplistic rhymes at first like and he's doing his high pitch kind of thing that he does on this album and uh but the beat is dope dope intro to the beat uh love this song it's a great song common's ripping it good way to enter it's not too fast it's not too slow it's just kind of like uh you know a, a classic 92 boom bap beat um good samples good arrangement again no id is an amazing uh producer and when he was going by immense slope he was just as good so but it's awesome because you can hear the progression between both of these guys in their future careers well this is where you know it all started and comma's just kind of kicking it letting you know, you know, Chicago's in the, in the, in the house. Uh, you know, there's not too many songs on this album that he gets into some deep subject matter, which I know coming from common, you would never guess that, but it's very party themed, very, you know, hip hop is just, you know, rapping at you type of shit. And, you know, he's just throwing lyrics around in this one, you know, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good song. Start the album off. So, Let's get into that then. Let's uh, hear that clip from number one, A Penny for My Thoughts, from Common Sense. Can I borrow a dollar, 1992? Let's listen. Just to start us up and make me think, God knows you're going to dig it. It's not a bet to see if I'm the cheat and I'm a bigot. Figure it out. The mic, I'm ripping it like a ligament. Give me your light, a butt light. It should have get lit just like a cigarette. I'm a B-boy, so don't test me. Ready, rap, I stole it, pass me. Dudes, I step it into my city. I snipe on like Rusty, so you're best me on your way. I'm dumping it every year, every hate. Wake up every day. And we are back. That was number one, A Penny for My Thoughts, which leads us into number two a song called Charm's Alarm. So, this beat is a lot more laid back. Um, It's still got them hard drums in it, but a lot more laid back. And, uh, you know, he even starts it again. Like I said, he uses these kind of simplistic nursery-type rhymes. So he even starts like, I got that good shit. Lollipop goes a lolly lolly. You know, and kind of just like harmonizes in and like, Normally, if it was anyone else, you know, there is some times where I'm like, oh, you know, whatever. But then he starts really ripping in on the song. So he'll, and he, again, he does it in a certain way. He is definitely original with his style. Yeah, he had bits of DOS effects in there and like, you know, bits of kind of gimmicky type rap. But for some reason with him, it didn't, uh, didn't sound too, you know, Whack. I wouldn't say it was super, super gimmicky to where you were like, this is whack. You know, maybe some people thought that. I know DOS Effects definitely uh, had some beef with Common at first when he came out because he was doing a lot of the iggity type shit, but clearly they squashed that. But uh, anyway, Charms Alarm, good beat. And so even in this, you know, he starts it off like, ring the alarm, ring the alarm, you know, uh, so, you know, it's called Charm's Alarm. There's a point in the beat where it breaks down and you think the song's done and then you start hearing an alarm going off and he starts rapping and it's got the alarm in the background, which I thought was like a cool type of thing. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'll admit out of all the songs on here, like I like the whole alarm being in the beat. I like, uh, you know, the rhymes again because... 
you got to listen to these songs a little bit to really catch kind of what Common's saying sometimes, even if he's not really like getting deep just to kind of catch his metaphors or hear what he's saying because his style is so wild. That's why I say it's somewhere between even like Freestyle Fellowship and Buster Rhymes because he was he's a wild MC on this album, like doing wild type styles and, you know, mad flavor type shit. But uh, that's why I like it because, you know, later albums, he wasn't like that at all. But you hear this and he just sounds like a wild ass kid just having a good time with his friends making an album, you know. Um, and that's kind of what Charm's Alarm is. Again, Immense Slope did the beat. Um, yeah, there's not really too much to go in on this one. Like, definitely not one of the top songs on the album, but still a solid song. And I like the concept of it. But uh, let's take a listen to number two, Charm's Alarm by Common Sense from Can I Borrow a Dollar. Hit it! Here comes the gong, call baby Mr. Hollywood. Check it out, ring the alarm. Here comes the gong, call baby Mr. Hollywood. On the good ship, lollipop, pop goes the lolly lolly. For I'm the jolly good fellow. Hello, is anybody there? I'm not a step, so don't step because I rock well. I always feel like, I always feel like somebody. And we are back, and let's go into the next one, which is. The first single off this album, a song called Take It Easy. Yo, Take It Easy, man. There's a reason why he had this as his first single off of the album. This is a super dope-ass track, all right? Good samples, samples, When Will the Day Come by Rasa, A Crazy Mixed-Up World from Sonny Skit, and Tootie Fruity from Lil' Richard. And, uh, you know, this song says it all, Take It Easy, right? So, uh, again, he does his wild style on here, and then he's got his boy, Why Not, doing all the dubs, and they go back and forth really cool on this song, and the beat is so, like, up-tempo and dope, you know, and Why Not even starts by being like, hey, yo, man, some people say you should come gangsta, other people say you should come on the smooth tip, you know what, why don't you just be yourself, and then uh, Common comes in like, take it easy easy like sunday morn you know just just written it the whole song's just about like you know hey take it easy but it's funny because it's such a hyped up record uh there's a music video with this too so if you want to go look at a super young common just getting busy in the music video uh it's cool i i would go look it up it's pretty legit and uh take it easy you know it's one of the best songs on this album for sure again you're not going to get much lyrical depth on this but that you know that's okay you got other common albums for this one or for that uh take it easy is just a solid song it's super catchy um you know the way the beat breaks down you know he starts his third verse why not goes hey yo let's take it back to the 50s you know and then common comes in like a wop baba loobop a wop bam boom and you know keeps ripping just going and like the lyrics are hype. He's really doing his high voice, you know, record scratch thing a lot in this song. Um, but it works. Like, you know, Take It Easy. This was the, you know, one of the best songs on the album to me, to a lot of people. Again, his first single. And this is what kind of got a He was making noise. You know what I mean? This one was produced by Two Piece and DRK. So I uh, forgot to mention that they do um, some production on this as well. Uh, yeah, dude, it's dope as fuck. Like, take it easy, man. 
amazing song. So without further ado, I ain't going to waste no more time on it. We going to take a listen to Take It Easy from Common Sense. 1992, Can I Borrow a Dollar? Yo, play that shit. Yeah. Yo, man, brothers out here saying you should come on a gangster tip. And the other brothers out here saying you should come on a smooth tip. You know what? Be yourself and just take it easy. You know what I'm saying? Easy. Easy. Easy like Sunday morning. I can get completely nervous. Jump when I'm yawning. Ah. Comedy's coming in with the... Oh, excuse me, Elizabeth. This is a big one. I mean a doozy. Do it, do it, do it. like Bowser. Kicking it with the shot on our and we are back, and that leads us in to the next track. And yo, this one is titled Heidi Ho. This is number four. <laughs> and uh, here's again, you know, we all know what Common's usually about. You're going to be surprised when you listen to Heidi Ho. Okay, it's produced by the Beat Nuts, first off. You know the Beat Nuts. If you don't, I come. You, you need to go and check that shit out because the Beat Nuts make some fucking... Of the ruggedest beats imaginable. He makes some of the dopest beats, the beat nuts. And Heidi Ho is a hard-ass fucking beat. And Heidi Ho, you know what it's about? It's about a hoe. It's about hoes. That's all Common's rapping about in this. It even starts with, uh, again, why not being like, you want to come upstairs with me and my man Sense here? And she's like, you know, which I think is Common making a girl voice or why not? I don't know. And being like, I don't know, I got a boyfriend now. And then they're like, so you don't want to step upstairs with me and my man Sense? And then you can hear Common in the background doing his little high thing like, nah, nah. And then it comes in, the whole crew's like, what up, bitch? I'm P.D. Restro. And yeah, so he refers to himself as that on the whole album, you know, basically letting you know. Look, I don't fuck with you, Heidi, Heidi hoes. And I mean, dude, it's misogynistic as all hell from common of all people. And yeah, he he's uh, <laughs> he, he gets wicked on this track, man. Uh, a lot of quotables. And again, I just think it's funny because it's common and he's just he's yeah, he's fucking letting these hoes know he's letting them have it. He ends the song. It's fucking a hell of a, you know, it's a funny, yeah, it's a simplistic, but it's a funny line. He goes, and there's a, there's a party in your mouth, bitch, and everybody's coming. And, uh, I mean, I remember, I remember when I heard that, I was like, God damn, that's that. I like that, you know? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, the beat's hard, Common's fucking ripping it. He's got the crew in the background doing a lot of, you know, that 92 type shit where they're yelling you know, doing his dubs, like, hi-ho, goodbye-ho, you know, like, that type of shit, um, dude, Heidi-ho, man, it's, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's a dope song, I like it, because, again, you'd probably never hear Common make a song like that, ever, and, I mean, from basically 97 on, he would have never, he is not a misogynistic dude, but guess what, in 1992 on Can I Borrow a Dollar?, he sure as fuck was. And this one isn't even the worst. He's got another one coming up that, like, goddamn, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But let's take a listen to Heidi Ho from Can I Borrow a Dollar from the one and only Common Sense right about now. Hit it. What up, bitch? I'm Petey Weeks. And you don't stop with the hotty, hotty ho. Hot ho, a bot ho. If 
you're looking for a sucker. What I'm just you? another motherfucker. Fucker, your lips too flips like Mary Lou. Just because I fuck you doesn't mean that I'ma marry you. Bury you, I will do. After, I will you, kill you. Oh, cause your shit smells like mildew. See you, think you need some soap bad, alright? And we are back. So yeah, like I said, not only on that song, but other songs, he refers to himself as P.D. Wheatstraw, like throughout the whole album, which is a movie starring Rudy Ray Moore. But uh, even like when uh, Why Not is, or uh, if Immense Slope is talking on something, they'll even see like, yeah, I'm chilling with P.D., you know, whatever. That's just, you know, that was his other alias, you know, Common Sense P.D. Wheatstraw. So, uh, yeah, you know, that's just, uh, that's just how Common was getting down in 92, baby. Uh, anyway, that leads us in to number five, a song called Breaker One Nine. Once again, produced by Immense Slope, all right? Um, so, obviously, we went over his other one that he had, or his other single that he dropped, Take It Easy, this was the second single dropped, Breaker 1-9. This one also has, again, definitely a single-type song, and that's probably why he released it, all right? So it's got super dope fucking samples. Once again, he's got Between the Sheets from the Isley Brothers. Um, I, that sample's been used. I mean, Tupac's used that sample. Freddie Fox has used that sample. Lots of MCs have used it. He also samples the Come and Knock on Our Door theme from Three's Company uh, from Ray Charles and Julia Rinker. And yeah, I mean, look, this beat. And now there's a video to this one, too. The video beat is different. This was around the years where they would release a single and a video, and it would be a completely different beat than what was on the album. And sometimes it was annoying because the video version they would release was a better version. I think they're right on par with each other. I like the video version. I also really like the album version. Um, Lyrics don't really change, so, I mean, you know, it's whatever. The album version is just as good. And Breaker 1-9, okay? So, in this song, he is basically about cock-blocking, okay? Because he even refers to CB, you know... Uh, cock blocking and he's got a verse where a guy it could be anything a guy can't get it up and you know he's got the background dubs from why not again someone being like you got your dick in your hand going while your brain's saying i think i can you know and you're like damn this never happened before then you finally get it up and he's got a nice line he's like because everybody around knows that you came quicker than a pizza from domino's and then the hook comes in it's like break a one non break a one non break you know it's it's a again it's a catchy song i like the you know the thought process behind the song type of thing um yeah and that's you know this whole album's very catchy you know again like not to the success that he eventually had but like you know it's still a catchy song it's a catchy album and this is just another one of those good single that he released and yeah you know he even at the end talks about you know the cbs the cbs they're here and yeah just like then he talks about how he's getting cock blocked by people and you know you just gotta 
you, you got to get rid of the CBs. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's a funny, like I said, I mean, again, young man, he's mostly just concerned with partying, hip hop, and and women. Like that's where Common's head was at in '92. And I, you know what? I think it's awesome. Again, I like going back, seeing where he started. So, yo, let's play that clip from Breaker One Nine from Can I Borrow a Dollar? Common sense. Let's go. A weeby weeby wobble gobble gobble through the turkey. Lord have mercy, mercy, mercy me. You see, I'm trying to get the brunani, but you just wanna bop me. You see, I'm trying to get the brunani, but you just wanna bop me. Check it out. So get your rider, rider, and we are back. That was Break a One Nine. And that leads us into number six, a song called Two Scoops of Raisin. This one has immense slope rapping on it. So it's common and it's common sense and immense slope uh, trading verses back and forth. So the premise of this, you know, they even started like, yo, man, let's get some breakfast food. You know, what do you get? Let me look in my cabinet. And then immense slope's like, no, let me look in my cabinet. And, you know, they just, the beginning verses, a lot of them like going over like different cereals and just, uh, you know, making it into a rap form basically. And, uh, it's a classic, what I call freestyle type of, of, uh, of a song and immense slope holds himself over just fine. Common is obviously the better rapper, but, uh, immense slope does great in this and they trade off very well. And, you know, when they hit the the hook, you know, they're like, you can have your life, you can have your brand, you can have your pancakes, you can, you know, going over breakfast food, and then they go, but you still got to get two scoops, you know, the the old saying, you got to have two scoops of raisins. So, um, it's a very laid back beat, um, and it's, uh, it, it can be a bit long, I feel like it might have, it could have benefited from being maybe just a little bit shorter, um, but you know, we got good samples. We got tap and Z from Bob James. Once again, Bob James heavily sampled. We got red Baron from Billy Cobham. Uh, he's been sampled how God knows how many times. And of course, Papa was too from Joe Tex. We've mentioned on uh granddaddy you and enter the stage. Uh, one of those two Joe Tex definitely sampled quite a bit. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's a good song. I will say like, it's one of those songs kind of like with number two, uh, kind of like with Charms Alarm. Like, you know, you had a pretty good middle between Charms Alarm and Two Scoops of Raisins. You had Heidi Ho, you had Breaker 19, you had Take It Easy. Um, so Two Scoops of Raisins is a nice little break in that. Uh, but it is a little low-key type song. Um, you know, it's not skippable or anything like that. Like I said, it just does seem a little long it's five minutes 28 seconds maybe if it was just one minute shorter it wouldn't seem like that but nonetheless it's still it's good lyrics it's good shit you know and you know a funny little concept to the song you know breakfast foods two scoops of raisins you get it you get where i'm at with it anyway let's play a clip from number six two scoops of raisins from can i borrow a dollar from Common Sense 1992. Hit it! 
when you wish when you wish upon a star upon a star to follow what to follow what and where you are and where you are party over here party over there where? look i made you look your dirty crook the picture pocket watch me book like get yeah, this all my this so call me hip-hop's dentist so open wide and say ah and i was live i don't get you though and watch your choke for the other i the other daddy long stroke stroke long daddy money if my name was sunny and we are back and that leads us into our next song, which is a song called No Defense. So there are no vocals on this. Common doesn't rap. It's a minute, 14 seconds. Um, pretty much just like a break beat, and it's got some samples. So it samples uh, KRS-One or Boogie Down Productions from the song Gimme Dat Woe. Um, it samples hymns going... There's no defense against common sense. Uh, you know, nice sample, dope beat. Uh, definitely not a skippable beat. I like it. It's like a freestyle beat. You hear it start, you kind of want to rip it. Uh, like the sample uh, of uh, Karis one saying there's no defense against common sense. Uh, it's just, yeah, nice little break in the album. Did forget to mention there's 13 songs on this album, so this is basically the halfway point, you know right here or whatever either six seven whatever you want to say but uh just a short little beat nothing more than that uh it's dope as fuck and yeah it's nice after uh uh two scoops of raisins because it's pretty high energy but let's uh play a clip from number seven no defense against common sense from can i borrow a dollar let's go We are back, and that leads us in to number nine, a song. Oh, I'm sorry, number eight, a song called Blows to the Temple. I, I'm just going to be straightforward right now. This song is raw as fuck, all right? The beat is hard, okay? And, yo, like, Common flips the script to this shit. So I should have said that uh, Two Scoops of Raisin was uh, produced by Immense Slope. No Defense was Twilight Tone. Blows to the Temple is also Twilight Tone. Forgot to mention that, but yo, Blows to the Temple. I mean, come on, look at that fucking name of the song. Uh, The beat is ridiculous. It's fast, it's rugged, it's hard. It's actually uh, from a concept. So he had a mixtape a year before this titled The Un-American Caravan, Uh, And there was a song on there that this came from. um, And I can't remember the name of it right now, but it was something about, you know, Temple. (laughs) And then he changed it to Blows to the Temple. And yeah, dude, it's it's this song, man. Common rips it. He's got the guy in the back and he's got a fucking line on this on his third verse, you know, where he goes, you better keep the camera moving. I'm kind of fast. I'm from a town called Fresh Off an End's Ass, you know, and just, oh, I like the way the beat breaks down and the way he says that. And, you know, like, dude, he's coming at, like, Common is in your face on this album. Like I said, it's a Common that most people are not used to. Like, he is in your face. He is fucking ripping it. He's calling people out. 
He's doing his thing. Like, he's letting you know you're whack as fuck. I'm about to give you blows to the temple. Don't step to Chicago, Southside, Petey Wistro. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, this is that song, man. Love this fucking song. Blows to the Temple is so dope. It's one of the best songs on here. It's one of the most lyrical Common gets on this uh, on this album. I wouldn't say it's the most. There's one coming up, but this one's right there with it, dude. It's fucking rugged. I love this song, Blows to the Temple. So, yo, let's play that clip from number eight, Blows to the Temple from Common Sense. Let's go. We are back, and that leads us into number nine. Titled Just in the Nick of Rhyme. You see that? That's nice, isn't it? This one's produced by uh, Two Piece and DRK. So, this one is a very, it's a short song. Uh, good beat. It's a very high, you know, really good beat. I'm going to be honest with you. For some reason, I do find myself skipping past this song. I don't really know why because there's nothing wrong with it. It's actually a good song, good concept, you know, like, you know, just in the nick of rhyme, you know, like the good play on words, good lyrics and everything. But even, you know, listening back to it to do this episode, I found myself skipping it and I'd have to be like, no, I got to go back. I got to listen to that song. Um, nothing against it, really. There isn't like it's it's a solid song when I do listen to it. It's just I don't know if it's the beat or, you know, just the rhymes. I, I don't know because the rhymes are tight and the beat's good. It's just, yeah, you know, sometimes some shit hits for people and some shit doesn't. For some reason, just in the nick of rhyme, I don't know. I just, I, I, I tend to skip it. But you be the judge yourself and you go ahead and listen to this song. Um, and maybe it's the placement of it too. I don't know. You know, maybe if it would have been closer to, you know, the top and not in the middle or maybe towards the end. I don't know. Either way, I don't think the placement of songs is bad on this album. I wouldn't say it's amazing because i do think the um only thing that holds it down in the middle is blows to the temple but you know that's just my opinion on it yeah you do yours but uh let's go ahead and play a clip from number nine just in the nick of rhyme from common sense can i borrow a dollar you let me know what you think let's play that the rhyme I pick up, trick up, and like hiccup. This is a good place for a stick up. So throw your hands in the air and say, hell yeah. I can beat Mike Tyson, plus a fresher than a piece of bell air. And I blossom in colors, how I'm lipsy, some pretend to be a friend of me, but then my public enema. Picture this like a cinema. I'm winning a contest. I knew you was a loser when you watched a girl swamp just. I'm just another And we are back, and that leads us into number 10, Tricks Up My Sleeve, okay? This one's produced by Immense Slope again. We got another feature. So we obviously had Immense Slope um, on Two Scoops of Raisins. Now we got a female MC by the name of Rachelle. This is actually Common's girlfriend at the time, okay? And so she gets on this song. This song was also on his little mixtape the year before, too. Um, so they obviously refined it, did it better, came back. Um, have a different title 
and uh, you know, tricks up my sleeve. You know, Commons rapping, uh, doing. He does his first verse. Even like in the middle has them hollering at the girl, which is Rachel. You know, they're like, "What's your name?" She's like, "Rachel." You know, whatever. And uh, here's what I like about this song: the fact that this is his girlfriend, dude. She does the same type of rhyme style that he does. When it's her time to come in, she does that little high thing. She's like, I'm not a but you know, whatever. Again, I can't do it, and I'm really sorry for that. But, uh, you know, she I, I thought it was dope. I thought it was cool as hell, like, when she comes in and she's rapping and flowing just like Common. And I just think it was cool because, you know, they were together as, like, a female version of Common, and she's ripping it and shit and just, you know, yeah. Both talking like, oh, you got tricks up your sleeve? Yeah, so do I, motherfucker. I can dog you too, you know? And uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, it's it's a good song. I really like this song, Tricks Up My Sleeve. You know, that's the hook. It's just them going, tricks up my sleeve. And then he'll shout names out, you know, Juju from the Beat Nuts or No ID got trips tricks up his sleeve. Or I guess he would have said immense slope. You know, why not got tricks up his sleeve? Rachel got tricks up her sleeve. You get where I'm going. Anyway, um, it's a solid song. Good beat. Beats dope as hell. And again, I just like that there's like a female common on this song. I think it's awesome. And uh, good samples. We got good old music from Funkadelic. We got Snow Creatures from Quincy Jones and Earth Tones from Grover Washington Jr. I mean, come on now. And uh, that beat, um, those guys have been sampled a thousand times, especially the main beat. And uh, yeah, so you know what? Let's just take a listen to Tricks Up My Sleeve featuring Ray Shell from Common Sense off the album Can I Borrow a Dollar? From the year 1992, that's enough, let's go. Hit it. I'm a Jake, I don't bake a cake. I'm not a cake daddy. You know the type, you pull it up in the caddy with a drop top. See when I hope hop, I kick it to the bus stop. And it's goody, goody gum drops. I don't be dropping spot, but to the heads, they think it's hot notch. I'm skipping over every other day as if it's hot, 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 And we are back. And that leads us into our next tiggity wiggity track. And that track is a titled song called Puppy Chow. Remember when I told you how Af- Heidi Ho isn't even the worst one on this album when it comes to being misogynistic towards women? Um, I couldn't even believe the shit that I heard on this song when I really listened to it. Of what common, because it's common, you know, common's had albums solely just like concepted around love and like love for his you know his wife love for his children I mean he's a devoted husband and it's just funny to come listen to you know a 20 something year old common and what was on his mind like most 20 year old men you know what I'm saying well puppy chow is that song uh common literally raps in this song about just fucking a girl and if she gets pregnant that's fine. He'll just leave because it's not his and he's not going to raise it. So you'll have to do it on your own. And he's just going to peace out because the only one that knows that you guys had sex are you are, are the both of you. So he's just going to deny it and leave. Like, <laughs> you know, what I, like this is common. This is a song. And it literally he's got a girl singing. So he's got 
uh, Tarisha Jones singing. The beat is produced by Twilight Tone. Um, the, so, again, the hook is him going, just dog the bitch, while she's singing, and I never knew someone. And he's just in the background like, just dog the bitch, you know? And, you know, dope sample. It's got For the Love of You Part 1 and 2 from the Isley Brothers. Again, sampled tons of times you know um tupac sampled that one too you know what i mean um lots of mcs have sampled for the love of you part one and two uh and then obviously sampling never knew love like this before from stephanie mills and which he references stephanie mills on on this uh, album a couple times but uh um yeah look it's just a to me, it's a funny song. Again, if you don't find this shit funny, you're going to be like, man, this motherfucker, you know, whatever. But, like, I just think people are going to be surprised to know that Common had a song where, I mean, and then he even talks about I was going to fuck you, but he ain't going to be no stepfather. So, you know, you got that kid. You better figure that out because he's not going to be a father to that and how he's going to fuck these bitches and never call them back and just leave them and just, yeah, I don't know. This is, I mean, Heidi Ho is pretty graphic, but Puppy Chow, and again, if Common would have stuck with this type of emceeing and theme, I probably wouldn't have been surprised. But the, like I said so many times, the common sense that we know is not like this. So it's just kind of funny to hear, you know, him rap about this shit. And that was, you know, I mean, that's that's what he was doing. And yeah, Puppy Chow, man, it's, uh, you know... Fuck them bitches, you know what I'm saying? Uh, anyway, let's play a clip from number 11, Puppy Chow from Can I Borrow a Dollar from Common Sense right about now. Let's go. Uh, yo, what is this? this is a U8 bomb dedicated to the cake now. Come here, boy, I said it's playtime. It's out of late with the mind of a slimmy. I don't want to be a freak, but it's the door, give me. I don't pretend to be the open door. Closest type. I open the door for myself and I close it right in your face. Now you want to taste my food. What? You got your own food. Get an attitude. And we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, that leads us into the next song, number 12. The third single from the album, a song called Soul by the pound produced by immense slope again so yo remember when i said blows to the temple was like possibly the best song on there there might be one that's a little bit more lyrical well this is that song soul by the pound right here this song god damn is the beat fucking raw so he's got a music video to this one too and just like breaker one nine a completely different arrangement uh, beat-wise and somewhat lyric-wise on the music video version. I'm going to be honest with you. The music video version hits hard. It's literally called the thump mix. It fucking hits hard. I do think it's better. It's, it's much higher in energy, and it's fucking rugged. But don't let that fool you, okay? Because the album version is in its own right, just fucking dope. Like, I love this song, man. This is the first song I heard from this album was Soul by the Pound. This is when I found out that Common wasn't just... When I first ever heard Common, it all I knew him for was he had that song with Mary J. Blige, and I was like, I thought it was good, but like, you know, I was 
teenager at that time, I didn't really give a, I hadn't been through love. I didn't understand what he was talking about. And I didn't really care. I was like, man, this shit's soft as fuck. Then I heard Soul by the Pound, all right? I saw it on a late night, you know, old school hip hop block on MTV2, Soul by the Pound. And I was like, motherfucker, I didn't know Common had this in him. And yo, lyrics, bro, Common goes after motherfuckers on this song, all right? First off, let's just get this out of the bag right now. The hook is sampling the one and only Mighty Tim Dog going, give me a pound. Thank you, ma'am. You know what I'm saying? Over and over, give me a pound. Thank you, ma'am. And it's got this fucking just like flute. It's not a flute sound, but I don't even know like a recorder's. I don't know what it is, but it, it's it got that little sound in the background, like a horn type of sound. And the beat, dude, the bass on this fucking song is rugged, okay? Every time I have headphones in, like I think I'm going to blow the fucking speaker on them from the bass, from this song. That's how fucking dope it is. And it also samples. So not only we got Tim Dog in there, but we're also sampling a little bit of the ultra magnetic MCs from feeling it. He's got that similar beat in there. I mean, come on, you fucking sampling them guys. God damn. That's what I'm talking about. So we got a chorus line from ultra magnetic feeling it from ultra magnetic. I like it from D Burge, uh, Berg. And yeah, Come on, man. That shit's this fucking song. When I say he's getting at people, though, so he's got a line in here where he goes, a Mark Marciano, a bunch of funky uncle, bunch of Thomases. So play like Christopher Williams because I got to keep my promises and to stick to my roots. And then he goes, I'm tired of seeing these non-rapping, dancing motherfuckers. So he obviously is taking a shot. He says, I Mark Marciano, a bunch of funky uncle, bunch of Thomases. That's him taking a shot at Marky Mark, a.k.a. Mark Wahlberg, who at the time was a rapper, and the name of his group was Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Mark Wahlberg is clearly white. His Funky Bunch were black. That was him saying, "You you're, use a Mark, and fuck you, and, them fuck, and the Funky Bunch of Uncle Thomases, calling them Uncle Toms. And, you know, throughout this whole song, you know, he's like, when we was on the street, you was at home on your computer, you know, What's up with that? And I mean, again, I get it. I know I'm white, but he has a line in there. He's like, between you and me, what's up with all this white rap? You know, I'm hearing rap from Anthrax. That shit's whack. You know, just, dude, he's going at it. And that's what I like. I, you know, I knew Common could battle. We all know he battled Ice Cube. You know, he has a vicious diss song called The Bitch and You. But, you know, that's the thing. This old common got down. Don't think he still can't. You know, he had to let Drake know there for a little bit to be like, hey, motherfucker, don't make me bust out common sense. And, you know, like, and he had to. But Soul by the Pound, dude, this song, man, god damn, it's so good. And you know what? Let's play the clip from number 12, a song called Soul by the Pound, from Common Sense off the album, Can I Borrow a Dollar? Whew! Get ready. Let's go! Give me a pound. Thank you, man. For a record set, what nigga was selling soul to go go to reach a large scale. Selling for the pale bell, and I can't tell. Why for a hold your girl would tell and stop drinking ale? The booty probably smell. Ain't no pussy worth the sell, at least not for the kid to do a bit. Shit, you must have flipped your lid. You was with just lift your slick. I do them skits on my paper, cause I got rhymes up the ass. If I pass gas, that's fast, so get trimmed like a mustache. I must ask what's going on with rap. White kids acting. God 
Damn, I love that song. Shit, sold by the pound. Give me a pound. Thank you, ma'am. I mean, you sampling Tim Dog, you know it's going to be good. God, Ultra Mag there too? Fuck. So that's one of the... I don't give a fuck what anyone says. That is one of my favorite common songs of all time. All time. Out of all of it. Resurrection, all the other albums, the amazing projects he's done. I still go back to album number one and Soul by the Pound, man. Both of them, the Thump Mix and the album version. I love both of them in a whole completely different way. It's beautiful. Anyway, let's get to the last song, guys. We're at the last track. Number 13, a song called Pinchin' Pennies. Pitchin' Pennies, my bad. And this is the last song. So, again, uh, it's just him kind of leading the album out, you know. Uh, good concept, letting you know, you know, here we go. South Side of Chicago's here. Petey Ristro, Common Sense. You know, I got my man, No ID, and why not? Um, you know, that's we're here, and we ain't going nowhere. Good lyrics. Solid song. Again, I think it's a little... It would have been to me. You should have ended the album with Soul by the Pound. Now, I'm not going to tell Common how to do anything, and I never would. But, you know, to me, I think Soul by the Pound would have been a great way to end the album. But nonetheless, this is a good song. It's the end of the album. You know, even when it hits the end, he's got more samples, uh, again, from trading places. You know, someone being like, can I buy a dollar? You know, and... All that good. So he ends it the same way it came in. Um, you know, Penny for My Thoughts was number one. Pitching Pennies, last one. So um, not too much to talk about it. Again, good lyrics, kind of like what he's been doing on other songs. Um, you know, got the, you know, the gimmicky style. But it's, you know, it's it's a good. I like it. Anyway, let's play a clip from the last song on the album, number 13, Pitching Pennies. From Common Sense, Can I Borrow a Dollar, 92. Let's play it. I'm pitching petty dimes and nickels. You couldn't sell a sticker on the table, DJ Tickles. I dig a little juggle to rhyme slight. I was to keep the sucker the way about to my rubber dub and with my rubber duck. I play with those quack MCs. Someone's been sitting in my chair. And we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the album, Can I Borrow a Dollar? You see what I'm saying? You know, from the high pitch sounds that he makes, like the record scratch to uh, kind of the nursery type rhymes that he uses to his wild style and just you know in your face type flavor midwest baby chicago's in the house like yeah dude like solid album solid debut again i like to look back at it just to see you know this is where common started look at how much he's grown as an artist as a as a human being as a man you know as an african-american man like i mean wow look at him now you know just but this is where it all started, back here, can I borrow a dollar? And I think it's always nice to go look back at where someone started and to see where they're at now. And I love Common, I love all the things that he's done, and I have a lot of love for this album. I always like artists' first albums, even if they weren't successful, whatever. I just like to hear what kind of headspace they were in, what they were doing, and, you know... Dude, we see where Common was at with this. 
wild style, fuck you bitches, you know, south side Chicago. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Anyway, that means you know what I gots to do. I got to pick them three I'm going to take off. And then I got to pick my top three. So let's do this. Let's let's go through. So we'll always start like as I always do with the three I'm going to take off. It's just a little concept I like to do on this show. If I had to take three off, what would I take? Now, again, you've heard, if you, if you are a listener of the show and you know, I do not take skits or intros or like, you know, interludes off. So I won't, no defense is not uh, eligible to be taken off or to be, you know, a top, well, I guess I could have it as a top three, but I can't take it off. So, um, so we got to take three actual songs off. So first one I'm going to take off. You kind of heard me talk about it. I really like the beat and I like the song and you know, it's good, but I'm going to take just in the nick of rhyme off. Um, like I said, I do skip it. I don't know why I just do. So that one wasn't too difficult to take off. I'm probably also going to take off Pitch and Pennies, uh, number 13, the last song. Again, may it's if it would have been somewhere else, maybe, but I do like a lot of these other songs better. So taking Pitch and Pennies off is not that bad because to me, the album has like reached its final climax at Soul by the Pound. And then, I don't know, Pitch and Pennies is there, but and it's a good song. Don't get it twisted. It's just, I, you know, I'll take that off before the other ones. And my number three that I'm going to take off is probably going to be Charm's Alarm. That's the one that I had a lot of trouble throwing in there. Uh, I do like the whole thing with the alarm going off in the last verse and him rapping over it. And the beat is very dope. But, you know, compared to these other ones, uh, you know... And you heard me talk about Two Scoops of Raisins, and I'm surprised, you know, some of you might be surprised I didn't take that one off over Charm's Alarm, but I do like the rapping back and forth and the fact that Immense Slope doesn't really rap that much, so, um, and it's like one of the only features on there, so I decided to keep that one, and I'm going to take Charm's Alarm off, so one more time, I am taking number nine, Just in the Nick of Rhyme, number 13, Pitchin' Pennies, and number two, Charms Alarm Off, which leads me to my top three. So, um, only one of these was hard to figure out what I wanted. The other two were not, and you'll probably... real. You know, lately in these episodes, I kind of give it away when I'm going through, like, what's he going to pick for his top three? And, like, some of these albums, it's I can't hide my excitement for songs. You know, just like with People Under the Stairs, I couldn't hide my excitement with The Dig. I can't hide my excitement about Soul by the Pound. So, obviously, in my top three off the album, Soul by the Pound is the best song on the whole album. Like, flat out. Love that song. Wasn't even hard. Not a question. Number two um, that I'm going to have as my top three. You heard me talk real highly about this one, too. It's got to be Blows to the Temple. Again, I'm someone that likes just that lyrics of fury just a rough beat and we got you know blows to the temple soul by the pound are definitely those those songs for sure and then my number three you know it wasn't as hard as I thought but I was going back and forth between at least three songs uh I had it between Heidi Ho Breaker One Nine and Take It Easy um 
Breaker 1-9, I like, but I did take that one off. And Heidi Ho is dope just because the beat is so rugged. But in the end, I went with number three, Take It Easy, because uh, it's you, you heard me talk real highly about that song, too. Take It Easy, it's his first single off the album. So, I mean, in my list, two out of his three singles are in my top three. And, you know, the third one was very close to being in the top three. So, you know... Uh, one more time. So my top three off this album is number three, Take It Easy. Number eight, Blows to the Temple. And number 12, Soul by the Pound. And that is the episode, ladies and gentlemen. That is Can I Borrow a Dollar? Like I said, go listen to this. And if you're a fan of Common, you've probably already listened to this. A lot of people that really like uh, the Common we know, sometimes they don't like uh, common sense, as I refer, you know, the, I, I told you in the beginning, I do, I separate them by one is common sense. The other one's common. Some people really like common sense and like his first two albums and don't really like his other shit. And then you got people like me that just take it for what it is. And I like all versions of common. So whatever your flavor is, if you haven't heard this old school common sense, go give it a listen. It's dope. If you have, you know, go listen to it again. Give it another. If you didn't like it before, maybe just go give it a try again. You know, it's uh, I always look at it as a nice progression. This is where he started. And, um, you know, the un-American caravan came rolling in and common sense came doing his thing. Anyway, on that note, please make sure to subscribe, like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. As always, until next week, I am Straight the Clipper, and this is Bring the Noise Podcast, and you know I'm Audi 5000. Peace. One, two, three.